everybody. We're back with Rock Intro. Yeah, Rock Intro lives again, y'all. I am Christy. I'm Michael. And we are Terror and Tacos. And we watch horror movies. I promise you. I promise you we really watch horror movies. Oh, yeah, we do. All the time. We just don't always get a chance to talk talk about about them them as much as we'd like to. Yeah. Um, And we also eat tacos. Also, yeah, you went to um, you went to a new tacos. You went twice in the same day. Is that I right? went twice in the same day. That's fucking awesome. So, what is what is this new spot? This new spot uh, is called Taquero, and it's on the corner of uh, Ross and Greenville. Okay, and uh, I went in the afternoon with my good friend Allison Pistorius, who was in town. Oh, nice! And I, she had the it was like the Mexicana plate, and it was. Uh, or the Tejana plate. It was one of those. And it was brisket tacos. It looked delicious. That delicious. I didn't have I love a brisket had. taco. Yeah. I love mole. Mole is my favorite thing in the world. And I have, um, I have trouble ordering it places because it can yeah, man. hit or miss. It could go wrong it could real go quick. very wrong. Yeah. Uh, but this was delicious. They nice. had three kinds of mole. They had mole negro, mole rojo, and mole verde. And mole is like a very complicated sauce. It is ancient mm-hmm. and sometimes is made from like 120 ingredients. Right. And it takes days and days and days and days to prepare. And it is a very complex thing that hits your palate. And so everybody kind of has their, their own version. Their own version. Uh, but this one was delicious. And then... Um, I went again in the evening. Nice. I love it. Because I loved it so much. And I had flan for dinner. Oh, hell yeah. Because you're yeah. an adult. No one can tell you anything no else. No one can stop me. So I was yeah. like, I already had mole. And I'm not super hungry because the mole was really filling. But I was there with my friend, Joel. Uh-huh. And he had the mole and loved it. Nice. And I just had flan and an amazing cocktail called a Frida. Love it. Um, Y'all, it is a really nice place mm-hmm. in Lower Greenville that, you know, is is a neighborhood in town that's getting kind of bougie and gentrified, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. But this restaurant is run by a genuine Mexican-American family. And, you know, they're going through some stuff right now because of the pandemic. Everybody's still suffering. Uh-huh. But if you want like a nice, cozy delicious, authentic, like Mexican, not Tex-Mex, but authentic Mexican food in a beautiful atmosphere with cocktails and friendly service, I absolutely recommend Taquero. All right. I'm going to go back. I mean, you went twice in a day. Yeah. That's pretty much the stamp of approval. I mean, come on. Yeah. Staff was so friendly. Like at one point, the cook came out from the back and said, I just worked up this little salsa. See if you like it. And put some on our table. And it was like pickled carrots and onions and all kinds of things. And they were like, I, I just put it together. Tell me what you think. Nice. Yeah. And they'll come up and talk to you and leave you alone if you want if them you to want leave them you alone. Here. Yeah. And it was, sadly, it was a little empty. Um, uh, but I just think it's because, yeah, I don't know, people. People don't go out anymore. <laughs> don't go out or don't know it or whatever. And it used to be a burger place. Oh, okay. It used to be a bougie burger place, but now it's it's a it's a Mexican Can, restaurant, and it's really good. And it's Ross and Greenville. Ross and Greenville, All right. across from Tacos y Mas, Taquero. Go, go check it out, y'all. Yeah, check it out. All right, so today's movie, which mm-hmm. we meant to talk about weeks ago. You watched it weeks ago. I finally got around to it. Look, 
I mean, we don't want to, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but one of the reasons we didn't get to get together this past week or so is because we're about to have huge news on our own movie. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> I mean, is it okay? I'm fuck it. Fuck it. Is it okay to say that we just signed a distribution deal? We signed a distribution deal, deal. For our movie, Final Dress. Yes. And, uh, with high octane pictures. And we're both super, super excited. excited. But that uh, requires some things on our end that has taken... I don't want to say it feels like we're shooting the movie again, but it's been... It kind of feels like we're shooting the movie again. There's a lot to do to to get everything in place. So There are are these things called deliverables. Yes, and you have to deliver them. And you have to deliver them. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, So that's kind of what we... I mean, beyond normal work stuff, we we have been really committed to that. We're super excited. But that said, it's why we got delayed. Uh, But we finally are... We are here to talk about Barbarian. Barbarian. 2022. It just came out. Everybody's talking about Barbarian right now. Everybody is talking about Barbarian, Christy. People like... I only watched it because I had no less than five people text me. me too. And go, you've got to watch this movie. It's so good. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And usually... Okay, y'all. I'm just saying it right now. If y'all really want me to watch a movie... Please just say, "Hey, go watch this movie." Yeah, don't oversell it. Don't oversell it because that—that <laughs> that is for sure. I'm going to sit there going, "Okay, yeah. entertain me." Um, yeah, uh, and also, you know, and this is good. Good on them. This movie made a ton of money. Yeah, in a time like when a lot of people are not going to see movies uh-huh. uh, in the movie theater. Yeah. Especially movies that don't involve, uh, you know, Avengers or right, whatever. or superheroes or, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so this and, and Smile, uh, which we need to do yeah. now too, were sort of like really uh, kind of like, hey, horror movies can still sell at the theater, which right. is great. Uh, so, yeah, this is getting a lot of buzz. Um. <laughs> It does some clever things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I don't hate it. I mean, I don't know yeah. if people are going to like this review because Michael no. and I usually love something or we fucking hate something. Yeah. And I, I didn't hate it. There were parts of it that I liked and were interesting. I like all the actors. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, Bill Skarsgård. 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 And I have brilliant casting. Yeah. Um, I thought of him. And it's shot really lovely. There's Mm -hmm. some really, there's some frame ups that are really beautiful. I'm a big fan of negative space in a shot and there's a lot of that. Yeah. And I just, I I don't know. Are we going to spoil it? We're going to spoil it. Yeah. I mean, it's barbarian. It's on, you can rent it on any platform at this point. And it's also free on HBO. Yeah. I mean. Uh, Free. I mean, (laughs) you know what I mean? I have my question for you. I have so many questions. Yeah. Me too. About not necessarily, I just have like basic storytelling questions. Yeah. Because that's where I told my son-in-law, I said, I liked it until I did not like it. Yeah. Because it starts out strong and you're like, okay, great premise. Uh Uh-huh. And then it, from jump, it's almost like 10 minutes in, it goes, and I get it. Okay. So this woman, she finds herself in a dark and creepy neighborhood in Detroit. Yeah, she's she's come to Detroit f- for, for a, a job, job interview. interview to work with a documentary filmmaker. Right. And she's gotten an Airbnb. Right. And she arrives when it's dark, so she can't really see the neighborhood Yeah, it's around raining. It. It's and- raining. Um, and then she discovers that the Airbnb has been double booked. Yes. And so there's someone already staying there, Bill Skurzgur. Yeah, which which I thought was uh, 
clever in that, at least for, I think, a lot of audiences, I mean, he's Pennywise. Yeah. He is also, again, like all of the Skarsgård family, uh, shockingly tall yeah. and physically imposing. I right. mean, I think he's legitimately six foot five in real life. Right. And, and ev- like, even though I have a problem with him, like when he says, well, just come in, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, that's your first red flag, right? But I get it. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Desperate situation. Bad choices. Yeah. But y- your first red flag is like, don't, do, do don't not go, in. go into a house that with a man, man that you don't know in a neighborhood that you don't know in a town that you don't know. Yeah. That's basic, but fine. Yeah. And it's and, so many movies are based on that. And it's raining and she doesn't have a lot of options. And they right. even, I mean, and they spend a few minutes sort of talking about that. You yeah. know, she says, he, you know, he offers her tea and she won't drink it. Right. Um, he offers her wine and she won't drink it unless she sees him open the bottle. Right. And they sort of talk about the, uh, issues that women face in situations that men don't. And she even says, if this were different and I answered the door, you would have not thought twice about walking in. And he's like, no, I mean, yeah, of course she, not. And he's she said, I would, foot five. She's like, I would not have asked you in. I right. would not have let of you course. in at all. Um, so that's the basic premise yeah, which of I was, the movie. I was, I was like, like okay, I'm in. Great. Uh, These two are going to fall in love. Yeah. Or they're like both attractive. Some, something's going to happen. Young and not American We're, trying to I, sound American. Exactly. Can um, I just say this real quick? Yeah, I, sure. The, the, they, this, the house is on Barbary Street. Uh, yeah. There is a subtle cruelty to making an English woman say Barbary uh, what is her name? Georgia Campbell. Mm-hmm. Say Barbary in an American accent over and over. <laughs> like the R sound is one that gives them it's away just, yeah. all the time. It's not natural to them. She's like, it's on Barbary. Like, no, no. no it's Barbary. And then my man Skarsgård, who sounds more American than he ever has, mm-hmm. still not. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, can we not get one God? Yeah. Justin Long is going to save the day for American accents. Oh, thank God for Justin Long. Uh, Tangent, I got, someone sent me a link to the National Theater's production of The Crucible. Oh, I saw images of it. It looks pretty great. Uh How those accents go in. The actor playing John Proctor, it's like, you will, you... It's terrible American accent. Just don't even try. Just don't even, just do it in your British accent. It's old timey. It's old timey. We'll buy that people in 1695 still used British accents in my, because surely they did. In my mind, that's how they talked Absolutely. Back then. They did not talk like, like it wasn't until after the revolution American. when they were like, we need to speak like this And now. we need to start using all our R's. Yes, come on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that so was we're a tangent. On, so we're on Barbary Street. Right. Um, and yeah, and, you, and you're right. Look, to say like she shouldn't walk it, of course she shouldn't go in the house. Right, but we got to make a movie. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's like totally fine. That's most movies, like yeah. you say, most movies are desperate situations yeah. and, ma- and making a bad choice. Sure. And so through the course of the night, mm-hmm. they clearly start to really like each other. They're both attractive young people, right? In 
tan either involved in like the arts or tangentially like yeah. she's gonna work for a documentary filmmaker he's part of a collective yeah i mean i guess we should say for people who don't know i can't imagine that people don't know like detroit had some money troubles oh and, yeah yeah and yeah. so it's basically a lot of a lot of detroit is like abandoned yes and so a lot of artists in the aughts uh, started moving to detroit uh -huh. because the housing was basically free like yeah. you just took a house the city was desperately wanted people to come yeah and so that's what she's there for she's there to hopefully work for a documentarian who is doing a document documentary on these musicians yeah and he's like oh you should talk to me for that because I'm, I'm part one of, of this group. yeah yeah so uh, it's like oh we're connected yeah things are looking good we're gonna wash the fitted sheet and figure out how to put right. it on the bed together. Exactly. I'm going to show you how to put on a duvet because millennials don't use flat sheets anymore. Yeah. And so, so I, and this is one of my things. Okay. Uh -huh. Is like, I, I, it, it just felt like there were too many kind of like, these are things that people this age do nowadays. And so I'm going to put all, all of, of it them <laughs> into a movie. And listen, I don't use flat sheets anymore. I only use a duvet, but yeah. like, you don't need, I can see them. Like, yeah. You don't need to tell me that they're millennials. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, it's like, I get it. I get it. Um, they're both in their late twenties or thirties. Or right. <laughs> like it's, it's clear. Uh, I mean, so quit like they are, they obviously have chemistry again. Sure. They're both attractive mm -hmm. young people, youngish mm -hmm. people. Um, but finally it's time to go to bed. There's a moment where you think maybe they're going to fuck. Maybe they're not. They don't. They, they clearly don't. want to. But they don't, you know. But they don't because he's smart. a nice because he's a nice guy. Yeah, and he's six foot five. Right. Um he takes the couch because he's a gentleman. Mm -hmm. Uh she so she goes to sleep and she's sleeping and in the middle of the night the bedroom door opens. Right. Now I'm gonna be honest, like I was super on board. Yeah, me too. At this point. Yes. Um, because he continues, like he continues to be gentlemanly. He continues yeah. to prove himself. He continues. And you know that it's like, oh man, that there's, can't be there's real. Something there's something going wrong. on. And again, I think this is a great casting choice because he is imposing, imposing. And I don't think he's, he's sort of not known for playing nice people here. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, because I, like Pennywise. I said, he's Pennywise and, right. and he is, he's a giant. Yeah. Um, and so the door opens and you're like, uh-oh. And you hear like these weird noises and you're like, oh, fuck. But she looks out and he's asleep on the couch having like a nightmare. A nightmare. Or she goes and wakes him up. They have a weird exchange. She goes back to bed. Right. But in the midst of this exchange, you see a shot of the basement door. door. Yeah. Like that's in the back of the house by the utility, by the washer yeah. dryer. And the, the basement door kind of just like opens, opens. on its so own. So we got doors op opening on their own. Mm -hmm. Like, uh-oh. I was like, okay. Good. yeah. Which is also, I thought was interesting because you have, at least now you're like, oh, well, Skarsgård is sleeping. Is is he the bad, is he a bad guy? Right. Is this- A the, supernatural thing. Yeah, what's like, happening? What's happening? I'm still super on, on board. board. She wakes up the next morning, she's like running late and whatnot. She's got to go meet this documentarian. Uh-huh. <laughs> sounds like such a made up fucking job i mean i am sure people are researchers for documentary filmmakers but it sounds like a made I know. Up job yeah that says someone who writes podcasts for a living <laughs> um and they they have a great chat or whatever yeah. and then the documentary filmmaker says where are you staying mm -hmm. and the woman she tells her 
And the documentary filmmaker, who is clearly more familiar with this city than she is, says, right. you should not be there. Right. To me, that's like, maybe. Maybe you should not be there. <laughs> maybe you should not be there. Yeah, like maybe there. you should. She goes, oh, there's a convention in town, which I thought was kind of, I don't know, like yeah. because everything else was so carefully, I'm making air quotes, carefully set up, uh -huh. right? That just to throw in, there's a convention in town and You're just not leave gonna it get at a room. that. You're not going to get a room. Just seemed kind of lazy to me for some yeah. reason. I was just this kind of like- This is a big city. Yeah. It's not like she flew, <laughs> this is what I, or drove. It's not like she drove to like nothing against Toledo. I'm sure there are plenty of hotel rooms in Toledo. Right. I can't think of a town small enough that a convention. <laughs> yeah, you're not in Nome, Alaska. Yeah, man, you're There's... in fucking Detroit. Right. I was like, there's a hotel room there's in the a hotel. city. Yeah, so that was kind of like, the lady says, you shouldn't be there. She's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I have a roommate. It's complicated. And I'm well, like, okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Still on board because sure. I'm like, this Don't. is a horror movie. Yeah, and again, you could also, make, and, I, and I even justified it to myself. It's like, maybe there, it's not that there's not a room. There's maybe not a room she can afford. Mm -hmm. She's looking for a job. She's come to a city she doesn't right. live in. She's young. Mm -hmm. Young people don't have money. <laughs> uh, Famously. Yeah. And so, okay, cool. So Great. she goes back. He's, he, he's gone. He's not there. Yeah. And so she goes looking for him. Yeah. Right? First, the, a dude just starts running at her. This was my first clue. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Like when the dude starts running at her and uh -huh. he's going, hey, little girl. Hey, little girl. Yeah. Um, I thought- Oh, this guy's not a bad guy. Like I yeah, imme clearly. immediately I was like, there's, he is trying to help her. Yes. Yes. And but she gets the wrong idea. Sure. Which I also understand. Absolutely. Someone's running at you. <laughs> Runs back into the house. Yeah. Right. And so this is the, uh, this is daytime. So this is the first time that she gets a really good look at the neighborhood. Yeah. And the neighborhood is a, a Detroit neighborhood that clearly has been abandoned. Abandoned. Like at one point in time. And we will learn in further detail later in the movie. Right. At one point in time, this was like a burgeoning suburb. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Like white picket fences. Right. And families, families and all, and all that. that. No more. No. And this is like legitimately abandoned. And then this one looks house uh -huh. is like clearly the first step in trying to. The house where she's staying. Yeah. Sorry. Is the, like the first step towards trying to gentrify. Right. Uh, this area. Right. Um, I mean, because these houses are like bombed out. Yeah. And then his, the house she's staying in is just looks like a. Yeah, it's like been flipped. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the lawn looks perfect. Everything, yeah, everything. Yeah, the paint, all that shit. Yeah. And so she goes back in. She runs away from this dude. Uh huh. She goes back in. She calls the cops. Yes. And the, they. <laughs> you've got woman fever. Yeah, basically. You're like, there's nobody, there's nobody to take your call. That was the thing. Like, I think I texted you. I was like, my big takeaway from this movie is that everyone in Detroit is an asshole. Yeah. And everyone who comes to Detroit is an idiot. Yes, that seems to be the theme. <laughs> it seems to be the theme of like, yeah, the I, movie. So, okay. So, she, how does she discover, the? does the basement door just open by itself again? She has to pee. Oh. And there's no toilet paper. That's a problem. Uh, yes. For ladies. For ladies. Michael, it, it, really, it genuinely is a problem having, for ladies. Having lived with a lady for quite a while. Yeah. I am well aware. Um, yeah, and so she goes looking for toilet paper. Right. Which leads her to the basement uh -huh. where there is toilet paper. Where there's toilet paper. I would have grabbed a toilet paper and 
gone back up the stairs. Well, Christy, <laughs> that's because you're a normal person. Because I'm a normal person. <laughs> this is where I started. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she grabs the toilet paper in this basement. The door closes Scary basement. behind yeah. her. Yeah. Creepy as fuck. Like, yeah. It's like typical horror basement. Basement door closes. She can't get out. I guess. I guess. She, cause she, like, I'm like, man, you could kick that door down. You're young. Absolutely. Uh, but that doesn't happen. And instead, she finds this rope. Yeah, she goes looking for something. Yeah. And I she finds a rope. Pulls it and a door. A secondary basement door. Yes. That opens. sort of blends in with the wall, uh-huh. right? At this point, <laughs> Michael. Yeah. And she does it. At this point, she, you know, she has, that's the only quote in the IMDb page, yeah. actually. She looks at the door and she goes, nope. Yeah. And she goes back. But again, she can't get out for some reason because apparently no one ever taught her how to kick. Yeah. That, um, yes. So I was, I was like, this isn't like a, like, this isn't a metal door. Right. You're not in like a safe room. Like, no. You, you could, you could. You are a young, capable, fit woman. <laughs> you can right. kick a fucking door open. Yes, please. Um, but no. Shouldn't do that. She goes back down, goes oh, through the creepy doorway. For fuck's sake. Long hallway. Yeah. She finds another door. Yep. Which she opens. Uh-huh. And it is, my daughter started laughing because I called it the pedophile room. Yes. And it's another little room that's got a cot. Yeah, like a soiled. A soiled cot. Yeah. And like a VHS camera set up to record things that should not happen to anyone. Yes. And there's blood on the wall. Right. And me, me, Michael, uh-huh. I don't know about you, uh-huh. but me, if I had that, I would have rushed back up the stairs, Yes, found a chair, found an ax, found, gone through the little transom window, yeah. like found something uh-huh. to knock down that fucking door. door and get the fuck out of there. I don't know this guy. Yeah. I don't owe him anything. No. And this is honestly where I started to check out. Right. Because the dude, Bill, Bill Skordersgård, comes back. Mm-hmm. She, he, she talks to him through the transom window, right? Right. They manage to open it. She flips him the key. He comes in. This is where I started to check out because she's freaking out. Right. And he's like, it just doesn't sound that weird to me. I need to go see it. And I was like, what? Why? It's not your house. And then if she, if he said that to her, I would that's be like, like, great. You do whatever the fuck you want. I just met you last night. Yeah. I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you anything. Thank also, you for the bed. There's another tall dude I can find to fuck if it's really that important. Absolutely. And that this this truly is when I yeah, checked out. This is where I checked because out because that's not what happened. No, um, she they they go back. Yeah, they, and it's like the, the, <laughs> this me. hallway and the pedophile room like are clearly abandoned. Like yes. clearly there's nobody there. Clearly there hasn't been anyone there for a long, long time. Clearly, so in my head I'm going just go to the cops. Yes. You don't have to check to see if you have to save anybody, much less a dude that's like six feet taller than you are. Yeah. Yeah. Who you don't know and don't owe anything to. No. But they don't. They go back downstairs. Yeah. And then what what do they discover, Michael? This is crazy. So so he goes first, she waits for him. She waits for him upstairs. He doesn't come back. And then she goes downstairs. I'm like, what? 
what is happening? Yeah. Like, why? You don't know this man. Like, he, this shit drives I me crazy. I kept saying, you don't owe him anything. No, you don't. And if anyone can physically take care of themselves, it it's is that guy. Bill Scoresgard. Yeah. No, they go down, and this now we go past the pedophile room into- a f- a- uh, uh, another basement yeah like which is a lower lower basement right, which is like rocks it's like a going into a cavern or right. something or a catacomb yeah and i think they filmed this somewhere in europe yeah they did they in in sofia yes yes um and i was like okay it's i mean the design of it's awesome right and then um and then so like she goes looking he he comes out of the darkness and she oh she sees cages yes she sees all kinds of sketchy things and she keeps going keith keith she keeps calling out to him he does not answer so what does she do she goes further into this catacomb and i'm just like what is happening i just don't buy it i don't buy any of it i don't buy it now if Keith had been her fiance, of course, her brother, someone she knew, yes. her child, her parent, whatever, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I get it. This you don't know him. Yeah, the, what I wrote. Yes, you're absolutely right. Like what I wrote down was the stakes are not high enough for her to stay. They're not. That's I would nothing have been like, against I'm out. a stranger you just met. No, but you run out and you call for help. Right, like you said, this is not if it's her. There are reasons why we've talked about this a lot. In a lot of horror movies, you put a child in danger because one, most people will try to help and a mother will literally do anything. Anything. Uh, I would hope a father would, but in horror movies, it's usually Usually the the mom. mom. Um, If it is someone, your spouse, someone you truly love, this Mm -hmm. is just a fucking guy. I'm not saying you leave him to die, but you run out and you try to find help. Right. This is crazy. Right. Now, you know that there are people who are going to argue with this, Michael, and they're going to be like, yeah, but then we wouldn't have a horror movie. Well, then you didn't set up the horror movie then, properly. Then maybe your horror movie shouldn't exist. Yeah, that that's all I'm saying. Like, again, we know poor decisions get made in horror movies. That's sort of a, that's, cl- that's a classic. running joke. Yeah. Run out the door. Why are you running up the yeah. stairs? Buy the haunted house in the country. Right, you exactly. Know, like, but there is, there is, this there is, there are rules. There are. This is why people who buy the house in the country either have like lost a kid or their marriage is falling apart and they're rich and white and they think this will save it. Right. Or they're out of, they've lost their money and they need and they to need live to in live this house somewhere. Yeah. There is true desperation. This lady just interviewed with a documentarian. Mm-hmm. That's the hippest fucking millennial shit I've ever heard. Who told her? Don't, Don't stay, stay in there. that Airbnb. Get in your SUV. Right. And drive away. Right. So, it <laughs> comes out of the darkness. Jesus Christ. I know. It's just not believable at all. And I'm getting like, angrier and angrier. And then he's like, we need to go deeper in. Why? Yeah. So, like, he comes from the darkness and she's like, oh, my God, come on, let's go. And he's like, no, no, there's someone else down here. And he's whispering. So, wouldn't you want to go? Well, someone bit me. Someone bit <clears throat> someone me. Someone bit me. And she's like, well, let's go. Let's go. And he's like, no, no, we have to go the other way. I'm not going that way. And it's like. Yeah, but you just said that someone bit this you back no there. Sense. It makes no sense yeah. to me. This shit drove me crazy. Right. And, and I wasn't like angry, but I was like, y'all. Makes no sense. This mo- I am clearly not on the same page as most people with this movie. I'm just yeah, kind me, of like no, annoyed. Me neither. I'm kind of like, none of this makes sense. Anyway, we're going to get to this thing. You sent me a text earlier that I'm like confused about, but, yeah, well, but we'll I'll, get to I'll that read later. You the quote. So <laughs> then our, our monster, yeah. I'm call it incest monster it's, 
naked lady incest naked monster. Naked lady incest monster, who's also a giantess. Yes, and I think honestly played by Yeah, a it's played man. by a dude. Um, Which, to- that's classic. To me, I was like, oh, that's a classic uh, yeah. Zelda from the original right. Pet Cemetery movie. Exactly. Like, we need something terrifying. I don't know, get a six foot five guy. Yeah, to play. <laughs> Y'all, if you're over six feet four, you're terrifying. You're terrifying. Go become a monster yes, in a movie. Yes, go, go do it. Go do it. I'm happy for you. <laughs> she comes out of the darkness, uh-huh. which... It, it was good. That was, yeah. it was shot well and, this, and it was shocking. This goes back to this this idea you said earlier about negative space. I think he, what's the director's name? Zach Kreger? Yeah. Um, he, he does use negative space really very well. well. Really well. And, and with the, with the, the monster mm-hmm. a few times, yeah. it's very effective. It's very effective. And so that was a shocking, scary moment. But then, so I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like what, what okay, hap- what, what movie happens? did we yeah. just stumble into? What happens, happens. But then even this moment, what the monster does to Keith, Bill yeah. Skarsgård, later on, when we learn more about the monster, I yeah. was like, why? why? How? Why did they do that? And how? And how? Like, did they just, I mean, we come to learn that the monster just wants this one thing, right? Yeah. Uh, so why would she do that to him? Right. If it just didn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, if we're spoiling it again, spoilers, right. she bashes his fucking head in, yeah. in, in into the into rock, the, into the rock wall, face. Right. Which, you know, again, I think is another, and this is, I'm saying this as a positive, another clever cast. Like, yeah, because you've got Bill Skarsgård who plays Pennywise, who and is who the is biggest star imposing. It, I, I mean, I know Justin Long was very famous and he still is Justin Long, yeah. but like to me, Bill Skarsgård is currently the most famous. And in horror. Yes, absolutely. Because of Pennywise. Because, and so you think he's going to be a bad guy. He's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you think, think he's going to be a hero. He gonna, he's not. He's, he's fucking dead. He's the Janet Lee of this movie. He's the Janet Lee of the movie. Right. So after he gets his fucking head bashed in. We smash cut. To Los Angeles. Yeah. And. Justin Long, yeah, um, who doesn't quite age like he looks older, yeah. but God, he still looks younger he's like than a I, Ralph Macchio. Yeah, right. Uh, he's he's uh, he's fucking driving on Highway One. On a, yeah, on the on the road that is the best. They, yeah, why do they put the in front of their highways? I don't know. Like fuck off. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. He's driving in his convertible, which I read. I don't know if this is true. Was a nod to the car in. The Graduate, oh, okay. Alfa Romeo Spider. Uh, all right. He's successful. Yeah. He's a successful he, TV star. He seems very, yeah, I was going to say, he seems like you immediately get, he's a Hollywood type. Right. And within 30 seconds, he gets a phone call mm-hmm. from- His agent, his manager. Yeah. Someone. And he has been accused of raping a co-star. A starlet, yeah. Yeah. A co-star. Um, and then suddenly we're thrown into this storyline about, Justin, about Long. Justin Long being a rapist. Yeah, his character, AJ. I'm not, Justin Long seems not, like no, a not, very nice yeah. guy. Justin Long is actually, I guess, a really nice guy. His character, AJ, is a rapist. Yeah. And we get this whole long storyline showing us why he's an asshole. Yes. So, like, this was the part, again, where I'm like, oh, this is clever. Now we're smash 
cutting to like something else entirely that is somehow going to come back, back and to connect to the origin story of this house or something. Sure. But really, th- this kind of like sequence really only serves to elaborate and illustrate why AJ is an asshole. Yes. And I don't know if I needed that much backstory. Uh, no, I mean, so eventually you ha- the, the, you you find out. Mm-hmm. So he's he's done. He's, yeah, he's done. He, he is, has to hire a lawyer. He's hashtag canceled. Yeah. He, you find out he is from Detroit uh-huh. and owns- That little house. Yeah. The Airbnb. He, he is desperate now for money. So he wants to go back to Detroit to- and, Assess to and, sell the house. Yeah, and I get, and you, you, you sort of get the idea that this is one of maybe several homes that he owns or properties right. in Detroit. So that's how we get AJ um, back to Detroit. But like you said, we linger on his on his troubles for a while. Yeah, we learn that he's not a really good son. We learn that he actually is a rapist yes he because he goes out with his with his friend friend. and he like he could because at first he's like of course at first he's like no that didn't happen let me just talk to her blah 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 blah. and his agent is like you cannot talk to her whatever whatever and then he goes out with his friend once he's back in detroit we learn he's back in detroit he's on the phone with his mother his mother says when are you going to come to visit and he's like oh i don't have time i'm in la but he's actually in detroit and he doesn't want to see his parents he doesn't want to see his parents he's partying with his friend and in this scene that he's partying with his friend, he's drunk. He basically admits to raping yes, this young woman. And, and justifies it in the way that like people used that to- That a rapist would. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Where they're like, it, it's basically, oh, it's she date came around. rape. Yeah. You're like, that's rape. That's rape. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, she said no, but like I brought her around because yeah. I dug my heels in or something yeah. like that. It's real disgusting. It's gross. And he's it's a like, gross I know, dude. Yeah, those dudes do exist and- we know they're all terrible and should get their heads bashed but we, in. We spend a lot of time, a lot yeah, of time I don't know, with I it. I just don't know if we needed that much backstory. No, and and then he and then he goes home drunk and calls the woman. The woman. Side note, and I texted you this: the director of this is in real life married to the lead from the innkeepers. Oh, really? And I believe that's her. That's voice her voice on the voicemail. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, man. Great. Also. Congrats. <laughs> You're married to a woman in one of the best movies ever made. Right. You did not make one of the you best movies ever made. You did not make one made. of the best movies ever made. Maybe you should have gotten some of her advice uh, or gotten with her friend Ty West. Yeah, uh, so, um, but anyway. So, okay. You're like, all right. So we are still- He's spend, an asshole. We're still dealing with just- Okay. So then, now I will say this, and I thought this was funny. <laughs> to me, this was all we really needed to know how much of an asshole he is. While he's there, he clearly knows like- Someone was is staying right. here. Like, what the f- he calls the 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 agent that takes care of yeah, leasing the house or whatever property man or whatever the right. fuck they're called. He's like, someone's staying here. Like, people's bags are here. Like, what is fucking going on? He starts looking around. Eventually, he gets to the basement. I did think this was funny. <laughs> His first thought when he discovers creepy right. basement is, "Can I count this as square footage? Yes, to yeah. charge more." And I was like, "Okay, that is a yeah. clever, that clever. Is, bit. That was a clever bit." But I don't know if we needed everything. No, and then it to get to again. That it, I, I yeah, I don't think. And it's like, is he just an idiot? Because 
again, he's, and I guess, I guess that's what we're supposed to think. Like this guy is so self-involved yes. that he doesn't even, he's not, a, like he's not aware of his surroundings At all. and clearly does not put two and two together and say, oh, people were tortured and killed in this. Yes. Place, right. Or I'm going down into another creepy basement, yeah. whatever, whatever. He's just there with his tape measure. Yeah. Measuring square footage. So then eventually we, I mean, we all know it. like he gets the naked incest monster incest monster comes out, fucks him up, throws him in a cage and she, our, our protagonist uh-huh. What's is her there. name? I can't remember her name. I, I can't either. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Georgina. Uh, and, uh, we don't really know how long she's been there. Yeah, we don't. Um, because we've been hanging out in Hollywood. Right. Uh, and then, oh yeah. And he, then we smash cut to, in the past? Well, we get, the, yeah, first though, we see that, we walk, when he's, the, what sort of leads yeah, when to, he's, he finds when that he's weird measuring, room. Yeah, he finds a weird room. Where there is a breastfeeding video. instruction video. Yeah, there's like a, it's like a VHS, VHS tape playing, and it's one of those kind of like, yeah, instructional videos for, for new moms. Okay. This is how you breastfeed or whatever, right. which and it they, seems, they actually do exist. Sure. And it seems to be on a loop in uh-huh. this weird room. Yeah. Okay. Then when, when he gets captured and thrown in the cage with, with, uh, Georgina. Georgina yeah. Uh, the, the monster lady lowers a, a ov- bottle, a, 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 an old timey, Baby bottle. Baby bottle. Right? It looks like a baby bottle for a cow. Yes. It's real yeah, huge. Yeah, it's huge. And and Justin Long is like, what the fuck? And and she's she says, like, drink it. Drink it. Just, Just drink, drink it. it. Or she'll get mad. And she drinks it. He won't. The lady beast gets mad. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Lady Beast. Then we Yeah, then we smash cut. That's my new band. Lady, That's my new that lady beast would be pretty lady fucking beast. cool, yeah. man. Um then then we go to the Past? Then we go to the past, I think. Yeah. I think. And so then we're- And I'll be honest for a second, because like I was- uh, <laughs> I was- Confused? No, I was Upset? like, I think I wasn't bored? paying- I was a little Delighted? bored. Hungry? I was a little bored. Snackish? A little, all of those things. <laughs> and so I must have looked away uh, to either snack or something. And when I looked back, we were in like 1950s. Yeah. I think it's more like 1970s. 70s, yeah. like television backlot setting. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, God damn it. So I had to rewind it. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So we're, yeah, do- we're-, we're doing a thing where yeah. we keep mash cutting to like other things. And so, yeah, we're in the past. We so meet then this- we're in the past. We meet this guy. Very tall. Very, t- again, yeah. very tall. Um, they all go to the Tim Noonan School of Acting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which they should because you, I mean, he, has, when your he limb, has made a career. When your limbs are that long, Christy, yeah. you have to act different. He is Francis Dollarhide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. I mean, come on. So then. And uh, knows sorry, Ty West. Absolutely. <laughs> so then we meet this guy who is clearly a serial killer. Absolutely. I was going to say it. Like, there's so no obvious. hiding. Like, it's so, he's clearly a serial yes. killer. And he he goes to the hardware store. Dude, and buys all the serial killer materials. Plus baby supplies. <laughs> right. Right. Which kind of and are like, serial killer materials. I think so. It's so strange because the lady at the, at the store, like, he's buying tape and he's buying a mallet and he's buying, like, uh, serial killer supplies. Yes. And then he's like, I need diapers. And she's like, oh, let me help you. And it's like, 
I don't know. Maybe that's why I didn't last in retail, Michael. Because if I worked at the old-timey Target <laughs> Come on, and man. saw a really tall man with no expression on his face. Serial killer. With electrical tape and hammers and shit. And then he told me he needed diapers. I would be like, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to call the cops. you're a serial killer. <laughs> right. Very strange. I need diapers and powdered milk. I'm like, what home, for, sir? For the birth. woman that you have trapped yeah, in your right? basement? And then she's like, he's like, home birth. Home birth. And she's like, oh, the doctor. And the, you at least have to have a midwife. It's just me. Yeah, dude. Serial killer. Yeah, serial killer. <laughs> uh, so, so then we learn he's the dude that has kept the pedophile room. Yes, yes. Right. And, and, and what, I mean, comes out is over the years, he has, he has kidnapped kidnapped women he has videotaped it right he has impregnated them and then impregnated the children yes and so our our lady beast is an incest an incest monster so here's my question for you michael does being an incest monster grant you superhuman strength because i am pretty sure that I learned the opposite yeah. in high school science. Like, where's this lady's Habsburg chin, man? Like, I'm, come on. Ex- like, what is going on? <laughs> why is she super powered? Why is she super powered? Shouldn't she be, I guess. Like, I'll- shouldn't she be like a weakling? Yes. And like, shouldn't she like cut herself and bleed to yes. death? Like, shouldn't she have glass <laughs> bones? Like. It's some sort of blood disease. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, aren't they all hemophiliacs? Yes, like, yes. I don't. It's at least anemic. Yes, <laughs> I don't understand like, how this this incest monster lady gets. I'm just gonna say it. Sorry, she gets hit by a car. She falls off a tower. She beats the she fuck, beats out, the Bill fuck out of Bill Skarsgård. Like, I it don't makes understand. No it. Sense. it makes no she, sense. She like she has the power. Like, do you remember like the monsters in the Descent? Yes. That's kind of how she's treated. Like she's like this weird superpower incest chud. (laughs) Incest chud. Incest chud is is the title of this episode. Screamo band. (laughs) That's my screamo band. Fuck you, we're incest chud. Incest Um, chud, we're here. Yeah, you're so right. So she has (laughs) she has superpowers. I don't understand. But like, uh, okay, so getting back to the situation, Justin Long and- and We discover that all she wants is a baby. She wants a baby. Hence all the, that uh, want is yeah. another baby. Dude, that song is a That's hit. It. I love that song. Uh, she, yeah, the bottle, she tries to get, she gets Justin Long to breastfeed. And that is how Georgina, what's her name? escapes correct but what does she do michael oh my god dude this come on you don't know this guy yeah you don't owe him anything i'm a terrible human because i would leave no well when she runs out the dude who was chasing her earlier that Mm -hmm. you said you knew immediately wasn't a bad guy hey lo and behold he's not a bad guy right and he's like you have to get out of here she will come looking for you when it gets dark right it's light out he's like you have to go and she's like, we have to save him. I'm like, what? What are you doing? No. Like, this is absurd. You can't save him. You couldn't save Keith. You have been caged for God knows how long. You are free. Even you, the guy says yeah. that. You're free 
Go call the cops. And like incest, Chud, is stronger <laughs> than you are. Like Dude, you God. already know this. You've been there for God knows how long. Incest, Chud, beat up Pennywise. Yes. Like what the fuck? Oh my God. That would be a great movie. Incest Chud that's, versus Pennywise. That's where we're, we're that's, making yeah, that Yeah, we're going to do that one. Anyway, she calls, so she calls okay, the cops. Okay, she does get away. She gets to a gas station. She calls the cops. The These cops, cops are fucking awful. Look, I get it. Cops, cops are bad. Cops are bad. We the, hate cops. Even this seems... Even this seems extreme. Extreme. Like, even this seems really, really, really extreme. I understand how yeah. we're painting cops nowadays. I get it. I get, I get it. it. But, like, she's clearly a young woman who has experienced some trauma, yes. right? She's clearly not a young woman who is like a crack whore no. or a hooker on the street or like whatever. Even those people need help, y'all. Yes, absolutely. But this one looks like she could star in a movie. Right, exactly. So the- And the cops are like, you've got woman fever. Yeah, which is which is so strange. And I, I, I even thought for a second, I don't want to open up a whole can of worms, but I thought for a second, okay, so this is a young black woman- Maybe that's the point being made, but the cop. But the was, cop was black. Yeah, and I was like, well, maybe I just don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going but on. But it's to a level of like, at the very least, go in and check the house. Yeah, you would check the house, or you would get this woman some help. They because they're like, we're going to take you downtown. I'm like, please do take her downtown. Take her somewhere, please. They go back. They're like, we're not going in. We you don't own this house. You don't have a license. Like, okay. And so then she's like, gets in her car, Lady Beast comes out, and this is what you said. She rams her car into, into this, yeah. into the side of the fucking house. Yeah. So Incest Beast is- tra- is it's trapped between the SUV- And the house. And the house. And somehow- Escapes. Is, is survives. Um, she gets Justin Long out. Oh, and the other thing that I really, I really hated, Justin Long shoots- Oh, her by accident. We skipped like, that part. Yeah, she get because it's not important. Because he, I don't know because why it he happened. stumbles upon the serial killer now, who's very very old, right? And lives and in I was like, one like one uh, a little ant yeah chamber and mm. watches movie his old movies of, yeah, of oof, the pedophile room. Disgusting. And Justin Long has a uh, way too long of a conversation with him, and he's right. like, "I'm going to help you get out of here." I'm like, "What? What? Come on!" I know- like, wh- like you- clearly he is watching child yeah. molestation tapes. Yeah, Why dude. are you going to help this what guy? What is going on? Anyway, that guy ends up killing himself. Yeah. Um, and Justin Long takes the gun, and yes, she goes back down into the fucking caverns to once again try save and save a dude Justin. Long. She doesn't know, right? And he shoots her. And he shoots her. Uh, they get out. She knows where the guy who tried to help her live or lives lives. But quote yes, t- air quotes. Right, he stays by the water tower. Right. So they run there, and they're like, "How do we know she won't come here?" Yeah. And, the, and he goes, "I've been living here for fourteen years, and she ain't never." And in that moment, yeah, who comes charging through the fence? Yeah, incest beast. Incest Chad comes through the. Yes, incest Chad comes through the. Rips front. off his arm and. Beats him and to death, beats with, him his to death with his own arm. With her incest chud powers. With her incest chud powers. So then they are forced to not run away, Michael. What do they do? They, they run up the tower. Yeah, which is so stupid. And then he, again, because Justin Long is a terrible a selfish person. Bastard. Pushes her off. Pushes her off because he knows incest Chud just wants a baby, a baby, and he's like, "Go get your baby!" And he kicks her off the side. Uh huh. In- and incest Chud dives off. 
Like Jason Bourne style, so man. So weird. And then Georgina lands on top of her. Uh-huh. So she doesn't die. So she doesn't die. Uh, and then she shoots incest Chud and kills her. I guess. After they have the like, Baba, Baba. Yeah. And I, that's when I was like. Does Justin Long die? Yeah, she rips his uh, head off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he comes down that's and he's right. like, oh, I'm so glad you're okay. You got to understand I did it. I yeah. had to save myself. And you're like, yeah, yeah, he's selfish. You're an she asshole, rips, yeah. yeah. And then, but then, yeah, our protagonist, she shoots incest Chud. After they have that weird but mom you know, baby Michael, interaction, right? She has superhuman strength, so maybe like she can deflect bullets, bullets and there right. would be a barbarian and, too. And then that's uh, that's it. Like we see shots of, it of just, it just, Detroit yeah. and, and listen to "Be My," isn't it "Be My Little be Baby"? Be my, be my baby. Like, man, that's a great. It's a great song. Great song. Um, um, produced by a okay, murderer. Produced by a murderer. Uh, but I'm but, like, but, I mean, hell of a producer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can be a bad person yeah, and, and still, a good artist. I mean, yeah, you can. Um, so, so yeah, that's it. So, look, uh, people love, and not just like people on the streets. Like, I know you and I both got texted by a bunch of people who loved it. Critics love this fucking movie. And so... It just didn't make sense to me. I wanted to read you a couple quotes, or a few quotes, and one one is, I think, going, this is, this is the one where I was like... Okay, I am so I I am either just not getting something or I am just in absolute disagreement. Yeah. Um so Collider uh oh. Riley Trentthick from Collider said Barbarian disguises elevated horror as bonkers horror. And I was like, "Well, okay, one. <clears throat> I I'm sorry. No, go Wait, ahead. I have a problem with the term elevated I hate horror. That term. I I have a real problem with the term elevated horror because elevated horror suggests that Horror is not a legitimate yeah. genre, yeah. or that is, it is less than other genres. Mm-hmm. And so, anybody who uses the term "elevated horror" already, I don't believe. Yeah, and I agree with that. It's like it's used for that term. It gets used for movies like The Witch or Midsummer or. There's no such thing as elevated no, horror. Horror has been making a lot of the points that. Look, I love The Witch and Midsummer. Those are two yeah. of my favorite movies. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> They're brilliant. But it's not like those, it's not like all of a sudden horror directors were like, we should make points about ladies. Like this has been part of the genre for Forever. like 70 years. Forever. <laughs> like, come Forever. on. Forever. Ever since Dracula. Yeah, man. Ever. Yeah, man. Ever since Phantom of the Opera, that was the silent version. Yes. Give me a fucking, fucking break. break. So then uh, Wendy Eyed, I think is how you say it, of The Guardian calls it one of the most bracingly effective chillers of the year. I don't agree. I disagree. And then this is the big one. This is the one I really wanted to read you. This is, <laughs> shouldn't laugh. This is the man's name. His name is Sam Adams. So, <laughs> and he writes for Slate. And this is the big one. He says, Barbarian's, Barbarian's script thinks through its problem problems as much as it needs to and no more. It knows that horror and logic are enemies at heart. And the trick is to make us desire the knowledge of what's behind the door more than we care why it's opened. I disagree completely. Absolutely I disagree disagree completely. We are logical. We as human beings search for patterns. Yeah. Right? Yes. We We are logical. Yes. And so what is what is horrifying is for you 
to have logic uh-huh. and for things not to make sense. That is not the same as for you not to have logic yes. about things. Do you know what yes, I mean? Absolutely. And like, look, I, we have said, we always oh, say this a lot and we talk about this a lot when we work together. Look, the logic of the film doesn't have to match the logic of the real world, right. but it has to have its own internal logic, right. I think, to work. And you could say like, you guys love David Lynch. Yeah, because in the world that David Lynch creates, uh-huh. you're like, sure, there's a monster by the trash can outside the diner that kills you when it looks at you. Right. Yeah, totally buy it. Absolutely. Totally buy it. Because that's the universe that he has created. Yeah, and I don't, the decision making in this movie, to me, obviously a lot of people disagree with me and I, that's fine. I think... It came off as lazy. Me too. It didn't come off to me as a choice or choices being made. Yeah. And and I honestly thought the decision the decisions she made as a woman who lives in the world mm-hmm. and is not 19, nothing right. that's 19-year-olds or whatever. Yeah, but clearly has lived she, experience. She is an adult woman made no sense. Right. Um, based on any, any most adult women who have any experience. And I will say this. And again, I don't want to open, I'm not even trying to get into this, especially a woman who is a person of color who will deal with shit. Obviously that I have no idea about, but deal with shit on a level even more than like a white lady would. No, this, this makes no sense. It makes no sense. There's, there is, there are unspoken rules. There are unspoken things that you are taught as a woman. Every single woman that, that is listening to this podcast knows without having to be told. And she lays those out. Right. That you walk through a parking lot with your keys ready to stab someone in the eye if someone is coming up behind you. Yeah. Uh, you never leave a building at night unless you are in view of someone. Like, those are unspoken right. things. Everybody knows that. So the decisions that she makes go completely against, like, uh, self-preservation, yes. natural logic. And then even, and we when we meet her, she even lays out, for Bill Skarsgård, who clearly she thinks is very cute and has a thing for. Uh-huh. But even like before that happens, before their cute duvet moment, she says to him, like, this is this is this is the problem with with this is one of the major problems with society, is that you are allowed to walk through the world feeling completely and utterly safe. You can fuck up whatever you want, and it doesn't matter. Whereas I have to think about every decision I make. And then none of that happens. None of it happens. Like she just throws that out the window. And I thought, so I even thought you you gave her this this job interview, right? And I thought, okay, she wants to if if this doesn't happen in the movie, in my mind I was right. like this is how I will justify things. She wants to be a documentary filmmaker. She has discovered something fucking weird before we get to incest chud. Right. That's what, weird wh- by itself. What lies beneath this house right. in this abandoned Detroit neighborhood. Okay, the document that's never that's not part of this movie. I was like you have to at least find try to justify the choices being made. Right. And I just don't Yeah, like she could have picked up a camera. Yeah, exactly. 
Like, absolutely. She could have been like, oh, okay. Yes. This, this documentary is about Detroit. I'm going to find out Fu- yes. about Detroit and I'm going to make my documentary. No, and the, Yeah. And, and go either make my own or get to work with this woman who's clearly like right. held up. I did think it was funny that the white lady had just made a documentary about jazz. I did think that was yeah. funny. But I was like, there, there are ways, honestly, relatively simple ways to to make these choices make sense right in the world of that movie i just don't feel like her situation was desperate enough no like they didn't make her situation desperate enough to necessitate that choice and that wasn't even in the movie right that that wasn't even suggested in the movie it was just kind of like i like keith and i'm gonna go looking for him right and i'm gonna save this uh not only keith this other fucking guy right um uh, yeah, and I did, then I, uh, and then he shoots her, right? Oh my god! And he's dude. like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And she's like, "It's okay, it was an accident." And I'm like, "You just got shot." You, what? Yeah, yeah. I and this is why this quote bothered me. This this Sam Adams quote. Go make beer, Sam Adams. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, just um, keep your opinions about. Yeah, that Movies horror and logic are enemies of horror. I absolutely I disagree with that. I do not agree. Horror and logic go hand in hand. You have to have logic in order to break the logic yes. to make it terrifying. It's like rule number one. And then look, and then part of this is might just be on me and kind of like what you said, like when everyone texts you, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't go in like not wanting to like it, but I went in expecting to be really scared yeah. from what people had texted me. Yeah, me too. And that's not, maybe that's not the film that the dude wanted to make, but that's at least how it was presented to me. Right. I just, I thought it was just goofy. Like yeah. I thought, <clears throat> I didn't find uh, incest chud. <laughs> I did not find her scary. No, and maybe he doesn't either. Maybe like he's, look, his background is in sketch comedy. Like, right. I mean, he had a show, I don't know, the millennials might know it called The Whitest Kids You Know. Uh-huh. That, that was sort of how this guy got famous. Right. Um, so like he does funny, like there are funny moments. Yeah, there are funny and moments. so I was like, maybe he is being absurd or goofy, but I don't know. It doesn't work on that level for me either. But I just didn't, the moment we meet the monster uh-huh. is when it ceased to be scary at all yeah. to me. Whereas I was, I thought the night before with mm-hmm. her and Skarsgård, it was i was like it was tense i was worried for her and then it just sort of all went out the window yeah in my that's how i feel about it yeah me too i also thought this is like a really long catacomb (laughs) does it i kept thinking i kept going like does it connect to other houses in the neighborhood yeah did he is that how he kidnapped people did he build it yeah that's a great also yes um i don't know yeah, I don't. I I don't know, man. I I, I people can't. people can like what they like. Yeah, and look, like I said, I we are in the in we are not on the same page with most people. I mean, including most uh, film critics. You know, this this movie has been highly lauded. This has happened to us before. It has. It has. Um, with Hereditary. Yeah, and I actually thought about Hereditary, and I wrote that down. And and to me, there's there's one difference in in Hereditary. I feel like you and I recognized that there was uh, a truly skilled filmmaker oh, yeah. at work. Yeah. That to me pays off in Midsummer. Oh, yeah. Which is, again, a masterpiece. Hill I'm going to die on. Absolute masterpiece. Yes. One of the best movies I've, I've ever seen. Yeah. 
I'm not this guy does great things, but I just to me this movie isn't hereditary. It's not her, it's not even hereditary. No. 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 no I, maybe I'm not maybe I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm not understanding something. I, um I I, I I just I didn't get it. No, and like I was like it's not it's not it's not enough of anything to me. Right. Like, and there were so many I like there were so many ideas and there were so many kind like for me there were so many um topical things, you know, in the movie that were like uh, we've got we've got dueling um messages. Yeah, and then so even part of me I was like is he also just sort of making fun of every horror trope and then so now we have to have a, a me too thing in it like there was this I don't know, man. It just didn't work for me. Didn't I'm sorry. Work. Uh, but there, I mean, some of these shots are beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Wherever they filmed it, what did you say? It was in, in Sofia. So, in Sofia. Um, I mean, if that's where those catacombs are, if those are real, I don't. Don't go down there. Don't go I down mean, there. Like, and I posted about it, like late night tad advice. If if friends, friends, if you are ever staying at an Airbnb and the Airbnb has a basement and then the basement has a basement. Just get out. Yeah, just get out. Don't go in the yeah. basement basement. Honestly, if you're staying in an Airbnb and there's already someone staying there, just, just get out. Just go find a hotel room. Yeah, it's Detroit. It's You'll Detroit. be okay. You'll be fine. Um, yeah, so that's, again, look, most people disagree with us, so go out, check out Barbarian. It's on, like you said, HBO, mm -hmm. and, and I think if you don't have HBO, you can rent it on, on Amazon or yeah. whatever. Uh, I do want to throw out something real quick. A movie that is not technically horror, but speaking of Midsummer, uh, The Wonder on Netflix. Oh, I watched Starring it. Florence Pugh. Ah, ah, I love that movie. <laughs> uh, it is absolutely beautiful and haunting. And there actually, there are moments in that movie that are uh, terrifying yeah. and horrifying. And for different reasons. For different reasons. Yeah. And it, it is... You know, I did. I texted you. This is the most Catholic shit I've ever, ever. seen in my ever. life. It takes place in a in an Irish town. Yeah, a small Irish town in um, the olden olden in, times. In olden times, and yeah. Florence Pugh's at the top of her game. Yeah, dude. she's my favorite. She's crushing it. She is my favorite. She is the one thing that makes Little Women worth it. Yeah, I and, agree. And she's she's just an incredible actress. And they do that thing, which I always think is smart. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the to me, it's like in my mind, it's like the sleepy hollow casting. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, we need we also have a group of of men. Everybody. Get every awesome Irish actor you can find. And put them in one room. Yeah, in their between their, you know, fifties and seventies. I mean, it's just like, holy that was, shit. That was incredible. This I, dude did I, it yeah. too. I was like, everybody's in this fucking movie. Yeah. And then the guy who plays the the journalist mm -hmm. who was on an episode of The Crown. Right. Uh, he's fantastic. Yeah. The young woman who plays the Anna. Oh, God. That, she, man. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So check out The Wonder. Check out The Wonder. Especially if you're, if you're yeah. Catholic. Yeah, if you're Catholic, you're going to be like, I feel this shit deep down, too deep down to deep my down. toes. But even if you're not, Aspen loved it. Yeah. Um, and she is, you know, famously not Catholic. Uh, yeah, cool. So, I mean, yeah. we'll figure out. I know we we'll want to do Smile. I almost watched Pearl. Pearl. We got to watch Pearl. We got to yeah. watch Smile. Everybody's telling me that we should watch The Menu. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also uh, Don't Worry, Darling. <laughs> yes, um, that has gotten a lot of press. Yeah. For good and bad reasons, I guess. Well, I mean, but the, Pew is in that as the well. Director looks like a supermodel. Yes. So uh, and, and young has, Harry Styles is in it, right? And the people like him. She's she's dating Harry Styles, isn't she? Olivia Wilde. I believe Wilde. so. She also dated Salman Rushdie. 
Wow, and so, was married know, to uh, Ted Lasso. Who so can you who can say that? No, that's I'm a, dating Harry Styles, and also I dated my ex boyfriend is Salman Rushdie. I guess if you look like a super if you look like <laughs> Olivia Wilde, that happens to you. Date whoever you want. Okay, um, um, we will see you next time. Yeah. It's going to be one of those movies, y'all. We don't know, we don't know because you know why? Because we're working on our movie. Yeah, we're working on our movie. Going to eat some pumpkin pie this week and yep. and whatnot. I'm um, thankful for all of you. Yeah. All, All right. right. See you later. Bye. Bye.